track. Tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Episode 130, we in the building. You already know who it is. It's the host with the most, B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yes, yes, it's your boy Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Yeah, 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 yeah. You already know how this goes. Please download the Alive Podcast app on iOS and Android and go show some love to us on there. And also, please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If you have any brand new deals, business opportunities, please email us at This Might Not Go Well at gmail.com. All right, episode 130. Weekly check-ins. How you doing this week, brother? I'm okay. I'm chilling. I can't complain. I'm getting ready for this little vacation, but also just, you know, trying to get into the habit of disconnecting with a purpose. So not just disconnecting for the sake of it, but like even on your off days, there's stuff you can get done that doesn't, you know, interrupt you still having time off. I think that's one of the things we always confuse about having time off. It's good to have relaxation time, but also time to get some things done that you can't otherwise do. So I've been trying to, you know, manage that these last couple of days and it's been pretty productive. I started reading this book by uh, David Goggins, uh, Can't Hurt Me. It's pretty good, honestly. It's one of those things where you know, I guess the premise for anybody that's interested in reading it, he's a, a naval, uh, I guess a Navy SEAL would probably be do, not doing him enough justice, but he's very accommodated in the Navy as well as he does like 100-mile marathons and stuff. And his big push is that like the only thing that's stopping you from doing what you need to do is you. And I think that that's something that especially is you. Is you know, he the light-skinned bald nigga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know. So my shout out to uh, Jamie Tox. He put me onto this book a while ago, and I bought the audio book, but I never sat down and like played it or listened to it. So I'm like, as I've been relaxing or you know taking this time, I just threw it on, and it's like you know it's dope because the way they did they did the audio book is a somebody's reading the book and they're doing a podcast at the same time. So like you're they'll go through a chapter and then he'll give commentary and background about that chapter and what the key takeaways is. So definitely the big thing is like yo, whatever you're trying to do, like stop making excuses. It's what's it's in your head. You figure out what those blocks are. You kind of remove those. And you keep pushing. So I, I've definitely been enjoying that. But I'm chilling, man. How you feeling? Ah oh, man, um, I'm feeling I'm feeling okay. You know, last week was uh last weekend was big. Um, shout out to everyone who donated to the Bear Necessity campaign. We was able to raise over a hundred seven hundred seven hundred dollars, and also able to give over two hundred packages of Bear Necessities to people in the Bronx and East Harlem. So shout out to everyone who supported that community service project over here. Um, and then also this week was in really good, you know, um, not too much work and I've been getting a lot of stuff. Yeah. 
and stuff. So you got a lot of stuff going on. You froze on us, boy. What's going on? What? What happened? I'm, yeah, I've been doing a lot of stuff, you know, things of that nature. But, um, yeah, this week has been very good for me, um, you know, and also got some things lined up. Also, shout out to my brother over here. You feel me? My boy, Arrow A. Requiem, for making that big step for proposing to his girlfriend. I know you listening. Shout out to you, brother. You feel me? Shout out to that union. Um, shout out to Black Love in general. You feel me? We got to celebrate that more. Even though there's a constant gender war that goes on on social media, we got to celebrate when we see Black Love. So shout out to them. Big facts. Congratulations are in order. All right, all right. Um, just I didn't even mention this before. Um, these BBLs killing y'all is made by you know the guy who made you know Thanksgiving songs. So go shout out to them, girls. Just want to let all my beautiful women out here. I know y'all do the BBLs for y'all, but you're beautiful just the way you are. Don't let nobody else change it. If you're going to do it, which I don't recommend, if you're going to do it, do it for yourself. Don't do it for social pressure, and you're beautiful. I just want to mention that. And let's go to sad news. R.I.P. to Magoo. Oh, man. This is actually, he doesn't get enough credit. It's like, and the reason why I wanted to highlight him a little bit, because when you mention rappers, especially from the 90s, unfortunately, Magoo always get mentioned in the likes of Silk the Shocker as probably one of the worst rappers in the 90s, despite him having despite him being an intricate part for a lot of musicians during that time, talk about genuine, you're talking about um, Missy Elliott, Aaliyah. There's a lot of people that he's been a part of, part of their career. So I just want to send my condolences and healing energy to his family. Also to the artists that I did mention and also to Timberland. Big facts. We're going to run this record. This is love to love you remix. Timberland and Magoo. Sports car, uh-huh. shots of got big lips and handlebars. Uh-huh. Put it on Tim like a porno star. Uh-huh. Run back the tape in the VCR. I'm coming, baby, like the big black Kahuna. I wish you would have hunt me just a little sooner. Now rich like silver spooner. Spooner now, here's the finger now. I got to moon you. I wish you would have did that two years ago. Nah, bro, I gonna hold you, bro. Nineties definitely had some shit, bro. I gonna hold you, bro. I know, I know everybody loves to live in a glory, but if you really fuck with 90s rap, bro, Timbaland needs his, need his flowers as well, but, yo, that shit was a shit back in the days, bro. That's a fact. Um, also, I would like to give a happy heavenly birthday to the one and only Nipsey Hussle. He would have been 38 today, so I want to give a shout-out to his family and also to Lauren London. Nipsey Hussle. Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked, I was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat. Last time that I checked, I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self-made progress. Last time that I checked, first you get the money, then respect, then the power and the hoes come next. Last time that I checked, I've been self-made from the dribble. I was been saying I'm a killer. Nah. 
R.I.P. Neighborhood Nip, man. Legendary. Facts. The marathon continues and it forever continues. Also, who shares the same birthday as him? I just got to get because if you knew me back in college, you knew 2012 around that era, bro. Nobody could have told me nothing about this artist. And for him to make it to 28 from all his adversity, shout out to Chief Keith. Happy birthday to the Chicago GOAT. You already know the vibes. Slop on my knob. Uh, like it's your job. Uh, Yellow Lamborghini. Uh, corn on the car. Uh, Black house of sex. Face in a bed. Uh, night give me head. Uh, morning on the edge. So is the name. Let's play a game. Pour out my mic. Let's see you sing. Pour on my dick. It's hard as a brick. Your man run up on me. Hit that boy with the stick. First is that time. Second is the place. I grab that bitch head. Got a handful of lace. Slop on my nuts. Big Chief Keith Sosa, you know the vibes. Yo, that's so crazy because I'm like, for him to only be 28, and I remember listening to him in college like 12 years ago. I'm like, yo, what? Nah, the? nah, he's not 28. He's 300. Nah. <laughs> remember that interview, that Breakfast Club interview? He's 300. See, I see you what you me? did there. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, where are that hip hop artists that we are congratulating, you know, and, and sending an RP image for? It's the 50th anniversary of hip hop slick. Yes sir, yes sir. Yes sir, yes sir. I I know I know you got your tunes ready, Slick, but before we get to that, Slick, what does hip hop mean to you? Or what has hip hop done? Maybe your favorite memory, something of that sort. What does hip hop mean to me? I'm glad you asked these questions on the pod and not during pre production. I think that it it's a culture. I think that it is something that is created by black people that celebrates every aspect of being black regionally nationally globally and it allows us to connect with people that we might not even you know really know but you know you connect through fan base you connect through the music you connect through the video shout out to you know 106 and park back in the day you know the radio stations that had the different regional djs that played music videos like you know you think about the style like everything that we how we dressed how we carried ourselves how we spoke was severely impacted by hip-hop and even now, even when you see the things that people don't like about us, it's like hip-hop is a thing that makes them, you can't disregard us. Like, whatever you see in popular music, popular culture, that's hip-hop. The style, that's hip-hop. The sound, that's hip-hop. So hip-hop is, is everything. And it is the one is it is the, the one of the newer forms of music that, you know, it can't go nowhere. It's always like, it's always going to have its own place in, in the history books. And I'm proud that, you know, I was able to consume it and see it evolve and change. Even though people say today's music doesn't have like it did back in the day. It's hitting for somebody. And it, to get here, we had to start somewhere. So 50 years is a beautiful thing. That's a fact. Hip hop is us and we are hip hop. Oh my God. Like hip hop is changed my life for real. I still remember going outside in the floors and getting a Canaan Abel tape and then getting the Rough Riders volume one tape. That was one of my first purchase. So I always been around hip hop, but that was one of my first purchase. And then my first CD was Ludacris first album. And just remember, and just how I listened to hip hop from different regions. This, this how hip hop sounds different in different regions. And then when you even go international, and how much they love hip-hop and how much um people create different forms so now like just even thinking of the beginning of hip-hop to now where there's different there's different genres within hip-hop bro you got your punk rock hip-hop sound you got your um caribbean influence 
um, Afrobeat hip hop type of thing. You even got your, you still got your lyrical, miracle, spiritual um, hip hop that you want. You got your party raps. You got your dance raps. Yo, you really like hip hop has grown over these last 50 years, bro. And it's so amazing to me how much it would be able to feed a lot of families, how a lot of people were able to contribute and continue to contribute. I just hope that we continue to respect the origin, respect the tradition, and continue holding it hot. And you know, also I like about what we are at the stage now of hip hop before, probably like 20, 25 years ago, it was kind of run by a lot of organizations, a lot of corporations, a lot of white folks. And I think due to the digital um, media and the digital age that we are in now, I see some of us are being smart about ownership about getting more owning and being really taking, you know, being the front face of hip hop, shout out to La Russell and understanding that not only we own hip hop, but we should also be the ones that benefit the most of hip hop. So happy 50th, uh, cheers to 50th more. You feel me? Yes, sir. So I'm just play one of my favorite classic joints is LL Cool J. I'm bad. His face in the sand, not the last mafioso. I'm a MC cop, make it say go LL and do the what? If you think you cannot ride me, yeah, boy, I bet. Cause I ain't met a motherfucker who could do that yet. Trent said I'm better, but rhymes are good. I gotta go name play that says I wish you would. And when it begin, then I gotta join in and perform a rhyme. Yes, yes, happy Ooh. 50th hip hop. Put some respect on LL Cool J. I just saw his Breakfast Club interview. Yo, we don't put enough respect on LL Cool J, bro. He was one of the breakout stars of hip-hop, really pushed the genre forward, and just... And he from Queens. TV, movies, everything, bro. And he from Queens. Shout out to Queens. Queens get the money, you know, but Brooklyn's still running shit. You heard? Bow, you know the vibes. Um, Rachel Zingler. I put this on this agenda real quick, Slick, because... This I don't want to do. We you know we stay away from the red pill sort of format because we don't care about that. We want our show to be different. But her comments about the upcoming Snow White movie slick kind of kind of irritated my soul just a tad bit, just a tad bit slick. So if you don't know, Rachel um, Zingler is one of the up and coming hottest actress or actors. I don't know what political correct is now in this game right now, and she's set to do a Snow White remake with. Um, what's the girl that plays Wonder Woman? Oh, Gal Gadot. How fine ass. Um, but she made this comment about what the remake about Snow White is. I just mean that it's no longer 1937, and we absolutely wrote a Snow White that she's is not going to be yeah, saved by the prince. She's not going to be saved by the prince, and she's not going to be dreaming about true love. Isn't that like the whole point of the movie? So, like, what are we doing? <laughs> exactly. Shout out to I am Dante. I don't, I have I have no problem with the feminist movement, female power, woman power, go for it. Just go create a new IP, bro. Slick. Am I am I bugging? Just create a new IP. You are a strong woman. Make a lot of Disney princess that 
aligns with that thought. Even though there is a, a a Disney movie, Brave. I don't know if you saw it. It's the it's the princess who were who had uh, red hair and part of the Viking crew. So there was already a movie like that that symbolized women empowerment. But Slick, why are you taking such a classic film and remaking it into this structure? And I think. And I think what now is, and what I also seen um, from from what I'm seeing from a lot of actors are based off the Barbie success. This sort of thing is going to continue for foreign because they've seen how much Barbie is breaking records and stuff. Now I, I can see the general drive of this, and I'm just like, I don't mind that, but just create new IPs for it. You don't have to take away stuff that we have in our memories and reformat it to fit what's going on today. Uh, I feel it. I mean. I'm not going to stay under it too long. I definitely get the point of like, all right, there's already a Snow White, make a different movie. And I guess to Hollywood's point, it's easier to refresh something than it is to start something new. And if you're using a name, you know, people will come out because they associate that name with what they saw. So I, I get it. understand the whole, like, you know, women creative empowerment. Like, we don't need a man. But I think, you know, I mean, personally, I, I, I struggle with that kind of like the, that shift in a movie tone because like, I get it. But at the same point, it's like, all right, what, what's the point here? You know, you could tell a story without just focus on her growing up. Focus on the backstory. Do what they did with uh, what was it? Snow White and the Huntsman. They did Snow White and the Huntsman, right? And it oh was yeah. Like, and it was like it was an action movie with the same premise and plot. So I like this, this is just Snow White in name is going to be a totally different movie. More power to them. I just I like I said, it's probably something I won't go see. I mean, hey. And also, why with the true love, slick? Like I feel like now in this day and age. True love don't matter. <laughs> uh, and media doesn't. I think people they they they're probably equating it to like people being tired of seeing the same old tropes. But at the same time, it's a bit off putting when it's like, all right, cool. So it's not about love. It's not about say. Well, so what is? So what is? What's happening? What, what is the plot of this movie? I need to see a trailer. That's what I need. Because because Snow White see it. basically basic Snow White is basically about true love. At the whole premise of it is about love. Now, granted, you know different plots happen within the movie, but the overall theme is love. Even at that, find true love. And I think, and in, in just off that, I just think um, what is going on in media, I think love is just not being promoted as much as it used to be. And I think that is damaging overall for us. It's not being promoted to us. Let's keep it a stack. <laughs> okay, I didn't even going to go there, but the political slick would have come out. No, I'm just saying. For it. free, my I'm guy. I'm just saying, in general, <laughs> it's not promoted towards us. It's not geared towards minorities. It's not geared towards black and Like, in the sense of you think about our shows, our show is all about struggle love. You know, our shows are all about the, the pitfalls of love or, you know, somebody having to make it to where they want to be before they, you know, find love or like how love can be holding you back and whatnot. So I think that it's not, it's, it's we're not getting those stories. They don't, it's, it's a dangerous thing to see, you know, black love, Spanish love, like to, to push those ideas forward. And I think that's something else that's too, is like, it's an agenda behind it, but I'll leave it at that for today. Speaking of love slick, this is a, uh, we've been meaning to talk about this for a while slick. And this love is well, I just found out today that she snuck into the concert with a disguise this love is. Oh, that's why she had. The, that's right why here. she had the um the the mask shit on. She was at the Drake show. Yes, I, I sent you that. Yes, so she was in the. She was at his concert last night. So, what we're talking about is the underlying beef between Scissor and Drake. Now, hold TikTok, on, hold on, hold on. Before you go there, yo, Scissor smoked telekinesis. I've been listening to that shit on no repeat, and I was so, like, oh, she so, she stole that shit though. <laughs> 
So boom. So with um with Travis Scott Utopia album coming out and her being featured on Telekalesis, a couple of TikTokers have put in the correlation of the underlying beef between both of them and how they've been throwing shots between their albums all these years without people really understanding until they found out how she remade one of his songs in Telekinesis. It's like, what's your thoughts on all of this? Like, cause you 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 pointed this out. Go go right ahead. Um, at first I thought it was bullshit, but then I really went back and listened, and I was like, yo, Telekinesis is dead. A response to Marvin's room, right? Mm-hmm. And then the opener to SOS. She's coming at that nigga's neck. Like, hold on. <laughs> I gotta, like, she was really on some like, yo, I'm here. Like, they would they they are not giving us the full story to how long they were together or what their relationship coincided with. But it's one of those things where it's like, God damn, like, hold on, I gotta get the album. Like, listen to this shit, bro. Like Like when she come into that pocket. All the songs he got for me, all the shit I did for free. What songs Drake stole? Oh my goodness. Like, she was literally at his neck. Like, I'm. Yo. Bro, the telekinesis shit. If y'all haven't heard it here, we gonna just this gonna be an episode y'all can't play on YouTube. I'm sorry. You can see the future is a sparkle in your eye when you wall up on my thigh, can't let you. Niggas playing my demise, I got murder on my mind, I got money on the line, I can't lose. If I try, let no bitch break my stride. Chosen, I'm gonna bet on me, chosen on my shit and teeth. Posing, I can't feel no heat, diamonds dancing on me. You're starting to first me, you fell out of pocket. You fucked that girl at your man at the party. I got some new niggas down in the lobby. How can I sleep with you? I'll catch your body. I still wanna be with you. Trust me, I know that's insane. I'd rather fuck on you than fuck on me. What? You hear the interpolation. And don't even get me wait, started. It, Hold on, don't even get me started. Wait, wait. wait, we play this, we play this real quick. What? Okay. You like it when I get aggressive. You like it when I be aggressive. All she talking about is come and see me. That's back I was about to play that shit. Don't ever come to me. Don't ever come to me. Yeah, all she hit me with is come and see me for once. Come and see me for once. You don't ever come to me. You don't ever come to me. Now. I ever say come and see me for once. Come and see me. Nah, slick. I did not put two to two together, slick. Nah, I people. I did was, not put two to two together, slick. It, it was a lot of commonality, but I was like, God damn. So. And Lynn, I want to go look at the song credits because to sample directly like that, you have to pay somebody who wrote. So either they both writing for each other on the low, maybe they're like a secret couple, like it's one of them, like you know, undercover shit. So, so boom, so slick. So when when Twenty One Savage, you know that famous line that brought up the oh, you know, I used to be with sister back, back in 08. 08. That's when I started. <laughs> I was like, first of all, I didn't even know they was together, and he was with her pre 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 surgery, so he was really he he saw he saw the potential. Huh? And for her to sneak in disguise 
to go to his concert last night. Them niggas still fucking. Them niggas are still fucking. <laughs> putting that out there, slick. Is this why TDE and Drake have beef? Is this the reason? This is why Ken, That's why we don't hear Kendrick Lamar or Drake featured. Drake did her dirty. Why that just be that control verse? Marvin's rumors about SZA. Oh shit! Wait, hold on, hold on. Maybe that's why she named her album Control. Oh shit, slick. I'm about to say. <laughs> She sent Drake's a certified lover boy and she sent the SOS. Is this a all this time niggas thought he was fiending over Rihanna over here still crying over Rihanna and it was scissor? Plot twist. We don't know. I mean, for all the dogs might be out next week, so we gotta see if he got any. Oh, you know, he's he throwing shots. He, you, you tell me he didn't hear Tenacleases. He 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 heard that. My boy got but a she, bar in there for she, her. She took a jab, but then also said, "I still want to fuck with you." Like I'm not trying to fuck with these lame niggas. So regardless, that's not bad. Like if, I, if you, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Not that's not say yo. If you take a shot at me, but you still say you want to fuck with the kid, I'm like, so why are you talking shit? That's that's some that can be some fire. Some poom poom. Like yo, come here, girl. You was talking crazy on that you, record. You see how thick she got? I ain't gonna lie. You was hyping her up, and I was like, you know, I wasn't seeing it. And I saw <laughs> follow her IG, and I was just like, I saw the potential. Okay. I seen it. Okay. That's one of the BBLs. I know I played that shit earlier. That that one was done right. <laughs> she paid for everything. That was done right. Side note, Kanye West, you 100 percent right, bro. I seen how friend out Kim Kardashian was at the concert. You 100% right to be upset at this nigga Drake. She's over here singing the search the the, the search, search and rescue. rescue song. My nigga was going up the steps. She looked like a thirsty Kanye. You're right, brother. I ain't gonna hold you. I don't like to agree with this nigga. You you got something there. We gonna talk about you, Kiki Palmer, later on in Toxic Topic. You ain't low too. We gonna get at y'all, but some, on to some people just need to get shot. That's all you guys say. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to sports before we get to our song of the week. NBA Hall of Fame happened, and this possibly probably might be the best class that we had in a while. D Wade, Dirk, Dirk Nowinski, Tony Parker, Manu, and then you got Greg Popovich. Um, I, I, I do not want to leave out the woman too, because you know we gotta be all. Inclusive. Oh, what was her name? Was it Becky Hammond? Yes. Yes, you're correct, good sir. And I ain't gonna lie, this is probably one of the classiest NBA Hall of Fame as well. Just from D Way celebrating his father, which was a beautiful thing. And I think that's such a great representation of what a black father means to a black household. And also just given how Dwayne Wade is with his Two kids with his two kids. I mean, actually, three kids, four kids. He got four kids. My fault. I forgot the forgot the newest one and also the side baby. Um, but just seeing how important just a black father is into that home is such a beautiful thing. And also just giving Island Iverson the credit that he deserved because a lot of people talk about Jordan and Jordan deserved his respect. Jordan deserved his respect OD, but Island Iverson is. NBA culture for us. If you was a young dude in the early 2000s, you wanted to be AI. You wanted to wear number three. You wanted an arm sleeve. You wanted cornrows with the headband, and you wanted tats. That's a fact. Most of us had all that shit besides tattoos. Wasn't, <laughs> getting, a, wasn't getting a tattoo in elementary school, but definitely had the cornrows, the arm <laughs> sleeve. 
I remember going to play yeah. in white gyms and they was like, take that shit off. For what? It's not hurting nobody. And legendary game, his hair braided by his mom while on the bench. Just him just being undoubted himself. Him just being a, a small dude in the NBA and just going after the big dudes. Crossover, like niggas was carrying a lot because of him, bro. Just I obviously was the culture, and for him and for him to embrace D Wade and D Wade to love him, I ain't gonna lie. That whole NBA. What's your thoughts on the Hall of Fame this year? Nah, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Just it's a pleasure to see players that we watched growing up that shaped the way that we understood basketball. Received their flowers: Paul Gasol, Dirk, uh, Tony Parker, Popovich, Becky Hammond, D Wade. Great speech, like you said. So salute, but it also shows me you're getting old, bro. We was alive for D Wade's yeah. whole career. Like I watched D Wade win the championship, and now he's retired. I'm like, damn, nigga, what? How old am I? <laughs> nigga, I'm gonna cry when LeBron James retired. LeBron is <laughs> I'm going on a, to he, cry. LeBron is on a year to year right now. He about to get this forty thousand and be like, all right, we got one more shot at the ring, and what's happening with Bronny? Sending also sending That's good energy to him. All right, and also, um, Anthony Davis, KG is right, bro. You can be MVP if Jokic, if Jokic can be MVP, is no way in hell that you can't be because nigga, you. To my opinion, you're better than him while healthy. If we go 100% healthy, my opinion, AD over Jokic. That's just me, though. We don't have to debate. But you know who can debate? James Harden and Daryl Morey. Thought this, I, thought this, I thought they was best friends, Slick. What happened now? Because he apparently a liar. He don't be part of no organization he a part of. Well, money ruins every, all friendships. Businesses, business and friendship don't go together too often. Essentially, what the streets is saying is that last year when James Harden opted out of his contract and signed a deal for $14 million less than he was supposed to get, it was with the, you know, hint, hint, wink, wink, that he'll be getting the max contract this summer. So last year, it helped the team get more players, and then this year, he'll be rewarded. And I guess based on his play and the way he kind of flamed out in the playoffs, Daryl Morey said, yeah, about that. You ain't getting that four-year, $250, $250 million max. So Harden is upset, and I think it's twofold. As an individual, yes. I'd be upset if I had money promised to me and I took a loss for the team and then you don't follow up. But then also from the business end, it's like, well, there's a reason that they don't allow backdoor deals in the NBA because this happens. What do you say? Like, you can snitch and then, yeah, Philly's going to get in trouble. But at the same point, it's like you, they're not going to give you the contract. You feel me? And they're not going to trade you now. <laughs> the biggest thing is, like, get your money when you can get it. Like, you can take pay cuts. It happens. Negotiate an option so you know whatever may have you. Or be like, yo, I, re- I respect what y'all trying to do. Like, we're going to have to go over the cap for this. You feel me? Because now he's stuck. Because if he chooses not to play, they don't trade him. He just says, I'm not playing. He loses $350,000 every game, right? And then next year, even though his contract's expiring because he didn't provide a service, he would they could keep him for another year until he fulfills that contract. You feel me? Yeah. So it's like, it's a lose-lose because then on the court, it's going to hurt because he's not he's your second or third best player depending on the night. And if he's not trying, he's not there, what do y'all get? Y'all not getting nothing from that. And that man's making $40 million. Honestly, I have no sympathy for him. Honestly, I to be honest with you, no offense, I question his will to win. That's fair. Bro, you, you, you was in Houston, you was the man, but you wasn't winning. All right, cool. You went to different situations saying that you're going to win, but you didn't. Every time in the playoffs, since Houston, every time in the playoffs, since Houston, you flamed out in a certain round. You did not live up to the expectation. You thought after what happened this past, you guys were supposed to be in the conference finals. You and the Bucks, <laughs> You and the Bucks was was potentially supposed to be that go-ahead, or maybe the Celtics, between y'all three, to go to the finals. 
and y'all did y'all did a lackluster performance. I don't blame niggas not giving you the bread, bro. If 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 slick, if you was a GM, bro, would you give him that bread? Honestly, without making a promise, absolutely, I I probably wouldn't have done it. But I think once you bring that promise in, it's a matter of ethics, and I think that as men, we got like we've been saying in our group chat, we got to stand on our word. So I think if Daryl Morey promised that and then pulled it away, granted it was a smart choice. I'm not saying it's a wrong choice, but it it kind of was immoral in how it was done. So I could, I understand like normally I would say James Harden's being a punk because of how he's left his other situations. But this time, like, you might have some validation. Because, if, like, again, if we handshake on something and you say no, I get the business aspect of it, but you supposed to be my brother. Like, you got, we supposed to come together and try to get this championship. And then you was like, oh, yeah, nah, never mind. No, and I agree. And I agree. And I, I, I like to stay a man in my word. But also, you have to factor in when in this business is also the outlook and also your fan group. And niggas, if you gave James Harden, nigga, how niggas are destroying Jalen Brown for getting that money, that nigga can't use his left hand. Niggas is like, bro, you made this nigga break the record, and that nigga can't even cross over. Imagine the 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 feedback you're going to get from giving James Harden this max. I would have gave him a two a two plus one. I was like, okay, maybe and maybe that could have been on a deal, but maybe James Harden he wanted the probably felt like, yeah. Because I mean, the thing could be the case. The really shit they said is like, well, there was no other money out there because he if there was, he would have left. You feel me? So it's a tough sell either way. Yeah. Now the blind side, slick. This is possibly one of my favorite movies, and I'm so upset that this shit is all a lie. Oh, I never watched. That I shit. wanted, I wanted the white family to adopt me, <laughs> so I could see and have the opportunity of that movie. But slick, that shit was all a lie, slick. Does that surprise you? No, it don't. But so why did that we... movie? That movie hit hard because Sandra look really played that, that role. Can can we say something Holy. before we go full? We can we, we not blaming Sandra Bullock for it. I saw that on Twitter. Oh, not definitely. They not. Was Love her. I'm like, yo, she it was a movie. She portrayed it was a portrayal of a story that she got. Right? So if you're Come unfamiliar, on now. you know niggas still hate Tariq. Yo, I was just having a conversation at my man's celebration and we had a whole debate about Tariq. And I'm just like, niggas really hate the character Tariq. And I think that might have went off to Michael Ray Jr. as well. So you know how niggas really uh, attribute Niggas really take character serious. So maybe that could be the case. That's fair. But I also feel like, hey, well, if you, if you haven't heard, Michael Orr, former NFL offensive lineman, protector of quarterbacks galore, he's also, his story is from the blind side. And this story, he was, quote unquote, adopted, as we thought, by this white family. And this, they advocated for him to, you know, get into a good school and have opportunities to go to Ole Miss and get drafted. Turns out he was never formally adopted. Instead, it was a conservatorship. That word sounds familiar. That's because that's a similar situation to what happened to Britney Spears, where her family oversaw her money and finances. So Michael Orr has come out with this report saying they, everything that they said was a lie. They, you know, told you this to profit off of my name and my likeness, and that's wrong. And I think it is wrong. And I think I need more information before I go full tangent. But it's, it's definitely disgusting how people and take I, and advantage. I, and of I thought, and I think he doesn't get any royalty from the blind side. Probably not. The movie. He wasn't the main character. That's crazy, <laughs> and that's crazy because that's basically his story and everything. So you telling me she didn't go into the projects? No, nigga. And face that drug dealer. He no. told him like, "No, I'm taking that kid out the hood." Oh my god! At this point, guys, if you've been listening to this song, you probably already realized shouldn't be listening to this on YouTube, right? It's time for the song of the week. Be do your thing. Oh man, white people. <laughs> oh yeah, like you said. Yeah, he we played enough music that if you listen to this on YouTube, my nigga, this shit sound trash because we had to snippet all these parts out. Go listen to our previous songs a week on our Apple Music playlist, on our Spotify Music playlist. And you know, 
fuck with us. What's your song of this week? This week, brother. Uh, first up, I got Tone Stith. I need you. Let's go. Like the birds need the sky. Like the minutes tell the time. I wish I could rewind. Cause I need you. Like a flame to a fire. You're my burning desire. Even though it's been a while. I need you. Don't know what you want, babe. But I hope it's not too late Already on the way Forgive me But that body was calling that's my boy Tone Sif right there. I need you. I'm excited for his project, man, because he's been killing the records. And next up, y'all know I've been playing this artist. I sound like B. I've been playing this artist the last couple episodes. He finally dropped his album. This is Raheem. This is Friend Zone. She wants to be out, just not accountable. Only time I lose is when I count on you I'm trying to level up, you're trying to make me settle down on you And I don't like when you call it pride, but I try The way you're spiteful, I know you'll always be mine But I got better ways to waste my time There's no boundaries when we cross lines Should've given me inside the friend zone Instead you're asking how it all ends for you Baby, you should've given me inside the friend zone Yes, yes, that's the boy Raheem, friend zone Yes, I'm gonna listen to that project Because some of his songs that you played made me a fan um, you know, I got to support this artist because you feel me? His his president was talking down on him, you know? So I got to sprinkle a little hate so he could go to Dreamville. This is off his new album, Porches, Reason, I Don't Trust You. Yeah. Days feel short, long road night trips. We was working hard, nine to five by the day. Top card up, whole life got flipped. Had good times with some women that I love. Shit moved fast, but I love what was spent. Last time Shawty hit my line, she was salty. Came to the city, so I put her at the Ritz. Feel like I'm the next man up. City on my shoulder, right next to the chip. Money still blue, like I got it from a crib. Yeah, been good, like I got it from a blimp. I remember when you turned me down for a nigga with some money in a chain. Can't blame one bit. Money make him come, then the money make him go. Save me the feelings and the time would have spent. Now a nigga pay, got a nice deal. Spent bands on the chain, that's a light bill. Boy, well, I don't want make that. I don't make that comparison, but he sound like a young, a young Drake. I ain't gonna hold you. Just the, just the, the vulnerability. The beat, the beat selection off this album. There's no way near a Drake project because you know I'm a big Drake fan. But go listen to Porches. Porches is nice and it's a definitely a great sophomore album. And I don't know what the fuck they're doing at TDE, but they should bet they should put some more money behind my boy Reason. 
my next song, I got to keep it West Coast. You feel me? Lil Russell, he's been putting out a lot of great music that I like. This is Lil Russell. How could I not? Hey. Huh. 30 day run. I was trying to get it. I was up before the sun. Jacket, weed, Crocs, gun. This coat beat feeling like Dre on the drums. Nigga, the West is... Ain't even gotta say the rest of that, huh? No furniture, I brought the section back. Huh. How could I not? How could I not? I've been getting guap. Use a keep 20s in my sock. Got too rich, had to get a lockbox. Use a scrape noodles out the pop ball land. Could've cut the drop top, huh? Who these niggas tryna flex on I? The sun don't shine till I step outside, huh? You ain't gotta ask why. Nigga, how can I not? How can I not? Bitches and bops. That was La Russell. How can I not? Featuring Guap Dad 4000. Go listen to my boy. You already know the vibes. But go listen to the rest of our song week on Apple Music Playlist and our Spotify News Playlist. But that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite, Slick Drop It. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome to the Toxic Service Announcement. All right. It's just Slick and I this week. But I ain't going to lie, Slick. This going to be one out. I have to get back to my old B Breezy bag. I've been trying to reform my ways, try to be more selective and not try to attack women like I used to because I'm listening to the feedback. But Slick, this possibly the most disrespectful shit I have seen all this year, Slick. Kiki Palmer, you stayed quiet this whole entire time, and for you to jump on Usher's new song, Boyfriend, in the video, and then he had a bar against you. Slick, take over before I start going on my rant, Slick. Oh, <laughs> it's funny because I feel like in the group chat, we put that picture up with Ro about her dressing regular, <laughs> and then like two hours later, a trailer drops Usher's new single called Boyfriend. He opens up with like, I heard your boyfriend was looking for me. Like Kiki Palmer is the main idol in the video. Oh, yo, I said this earlier. I was like, sometimes you got you got beat the motherfucker. Out. Like I love Usher, but if I had to see if that was my shorty, I, I had to see Usher. Like we not this is not a joke. And I think that it's funny when it's not you, or you can't put yourself in. Another man's shoes like that never happened to me. My bitch would never. No, you'd be surprised what your woman would do if she if she in her bag, or if y'all going through it. I won't even make it about her being in her bag. But when y'all going through it, you would be surprised what your woman will and won't allow, right? And I think that it's just like we saw it happen, and I think everybody had a similar consensus. Like I right, bet he should never brought it to Twitter, but it was also something where like if you voice your opinion about something, you don't just dismiss it. Because that's what you want to do. I think that's something that we see a lot of people fall into pitfalls like with that, right? And yep. now it's like she turned into a market. It was t-shirts and stuff. I think it was a tweet that I saw that perfectly summarized. Like you, you know, you 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 use this, you gaslit your, your your ex boyfriend or your baby father, whatever he whatever he is to you. Yes, women, you can gaslight too when you don't want to take accountability for something that is getting you and you shifted onto the man, and it's that he's not wrong. That is gaslighting, right? So yep, you create this smoke. And now right, everything is died down. We're like, okay, whatever y'all doing, that's y'all business. Now the song comes out. And I, my thing is like, it's a child involved. It's not even like y'all just dating or y'all just a couple. Like, your kid's going to see this. And if he say, why is my daddy talking to my mother this way? 
in some spaces, some men will be like, yo, because this is such your mother did to your father. And I think that it's a side note, it's a little out there. It makes you kind of reevaluate some of the way. Like, I know I love my mother to death. And my father and me have had our ways. I know his shortcomings as a man. And I also have to look at like, well, okay, what happened? Because, you know, we don't always go for that story. You feel me? And I feel like as men, like, that's something that, like, this is really, like, it, it definitely hits a nerve. Because, like, yo, for what? What's the point? Slick. I, oh, I think I said that pretty Speak, nicely. You did. And I have to be ignorant. Because. Okay, right. It's toxic segment. Getting toxic. Oftentimes, we, oftentimes, in any situation, women are portrayed as the good folks. In most situations, when it when it comes into a relationship with the man, and one thing we forget is that women are human too; they are flawed as well. We are both equal, and we are all both equally flawed. And I think it's easy to always pinpoint the guy's shortcoming or the guy's flaws because that's what usually are promoted in society. Now, slick regarding this situation, I'm coming off. Of, I'm, I'm I'm coming with two views. If they're still together, and he and he he okayed this for her being this video, I have no respect for you, Darius Jack, because that's something that we have to discuss as well. We got to put that point of view because often a lot what I see in this day and age is if it, if you can put a dollar amount, your morals can go away. You can your morals could be bought for a dollar amount. That's what we see in this generation. I'm not saying in this particular. So he can, they could still be together, and he could just been like, you know what? Go ahead, go do that. Go, go run up that. That's fair. He could. I give you that. It you make that happen. Now in this other case, what the fuck, slick? <laughs> what the fuck? You stayed quiet. All right, you made your, you you did a little merch. I, I fuck with it. You didn't say nothing, but you made a little merch. Yes, capitalize a little bit off the situation. But even if y'all broke up, have respect for the child of your the, the father of your child. You knew that affected him. You knew that affected him. For you to sit here and be in that video, bro. It's absolute disrespect, and I don't understand why people are rallying behind it and encouraging that type of behavior. Slick, that shit is very sad, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to go too hard. That's what I'm thinking, that, and that's why I'm more so leaning to the side that he okayed it more than her just doing it off of just being petty and just like fuck it, I'm, I'm, I'm this type of shit. Because there's no way Kiki Palmer. I've been watching her for years. She seems like a very intelligent woman. Doesn't she doesn't really react to emotions and she doesn't really entertain beefs. She doesn't really throughout her whole career. So I this is by far a left field from her. I'm more leaning so that he okayed this. And if you okayed this, brother, I don't care what dollar amount. That dollar amount don't cover respect, bro. No, that's what we said in the group chat. We definitely was like, he gotta be in on this, because if not, somebody gotta die. They're not like that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's bro. the kind of anger it stirs up because, like, yo, bro, what, for what? Why are we still doing this? Because y'all stayed quiet. We we we, we forgot about this, Slick. Damn sure did. We forgot about this. 
you deleted your social media or you stopped talking about this. Kiki's Palm is still doing her stuff. She did her little concert. We forgot about this. For y'all to bring this up again, it's just it's just sad, bro. I wanted to become on some ignorant and make some jokes slick. I wanted to make some jokes. Trust me. I, I, you didn't, I, didn't, me? I didn't find it funny. I'm not gonna hold you. I didn't find this I shit find funny, funny at, at all. all. As a man, and and women and women, if you're listening to this, understand. Please think of it from a male perspective. I know, I know, I know. It's tough to see how male could be upset at a woman's action. But please look at this from a from a guy's point of view, how this looks and how this symbolizes disrespect. Yes, she's gonna make some bag off of it. Yes. But at the end of the day, what 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 do you sacrifice? What do you sacrifice? I ain't gonna lie. And now now that I kind of shit it on women, I wanna shit on this nigga slick. I sent this on Twitter and we're gonna play this. Stop giving these pandering ass niggas platforms on on on, bro. Derek Jack, I'm on one slick. You gotta get the gunshot ready, slick. This ain't no fun toxic segment, slick. See Maybe because we do have we do have a lot of fun topic later on. But right now, I'm on, I'm on one slick. This nigga, this nigga, this nigga, Derek Jack really tried to blame his wife for the reason why he cheated. I see why some I see why women be upset with us niggas. Where you send it? you sent it to? I sent I sent it on Twitter. It's a it's an IG link. Yo, niggas. Yo, I see why women be having these saying niggas had the audacity. Because as a man, I felt upset that he actually tried to blame her. Play it real quick. I don't have aggressive energy towards a woman except in intimacy, and so how I would express my affection oftentimes was aggressive. Like, I want to pick her up. Yeah. I don't just kiss her. I pin her up against the wall, put my hand around. I'm not trying to get graphic. Yeah. It's context here. So, I, you know, come about. up behind her and hug on her, you know, kind of aggressive. But that would make her really, really shut down. Like, I ain't never been so sensitive to rejection because we all get rejected, but this is the first time I felt that. And what safer, what felt safer was to go out and at least have friendships with other girls. Just the conversation felt like oh, that nigga lying. acceptance again. Mm-hmm. Um, but those loose boundaries turned into no boundaries. So, you know, if we continued to clash and continue, she continued to pull away or what have you, and I'm not getting no answers or whatever. I'm especially in my prideful state. I'm thinking, man, she got me effed up. So yeah. I'm over here doing the right thing. And she over here um, acting like I ain't nothing. So now there's a party tonight or there's a girl on campus. The nerve of this nigga, Slick. The nerve of this nigga. That's wild. But Slick, this is the same type of behavior he got on niggas for. You realize? He got on his platform and got on niggas about. And you did the same shit. You do realize that's how half these niggas get down. They say what people want to hear, not what they not what they actually exemplify. They're not role models. They're not the models. That, they're not the model citizen that they they preach about. I, I know I know women us are, are being surprised that we really shit on no we I'm shitting on this nigga a shame on this nigga bro no nah, that was trash because 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 cause slick if it now not justifying cheating because we, we talked about this last episode we don't justify cheating now if this is like one girl or two girl you know he probably found comforting because sometimes you find comfort in other folks that's how you know the work breasties be fucking you know doing all that shit, shit. Yeah. This nigga went on a whole cheating tour, my nigga. Wildin'. He had double-digit women 
and destroyed. So his, when did it stop? And destroyed his wife's mental. I think that's another part that, like, when you don't, when you think about cheating, everybody thinks about the physicality of the act. The aftermath of the affair is always ten times worse because now you you questioning yourself, everything you've ever felt, you've dealt with, like your insecurities are surfacing. You're comparing yourself to the other, especially if you find out who the people are. You're comparing yourself to the other people and like what they have and what you don't. We watched the video of how that young, that young lady admitted to being distraught and struggling based off his actions. And I think the fate that he tried to just like gaslight and turn that on her, that was disgusting. It was nasty. Like I think how did Shorty how did Shorty talk about she had a helmet of salvation over here? <laughs> Yo, how this girl looking brazy in this in, on 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 everything? Oh, that shit was trash. And for you to be pandering and for you to be over here calling out brothers in their mistake and for you to sit here and do that shit and then try to justify it because mind you, we didn't play this part in the interview. I saw it before they got together, she got sexually assaulted. So probably that's the reason why she wasn't that she didn't like to be touched. Openly affectionate. Yeah. And you knew that. And you still went on that. And then you still went on a parade on shitting on black men while doing your dirt. You're the worst type of nigga. He is the worst. I type can't of stand nigga. niggas like that. You pandering ass niggas over here getting the coochie and shitting on us. And this is why niggas like that are why we have a vicious cycle in this fucking gender war. Over good, here, good shit, my nigga. You was ready for this one, nah? Cause, 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 cause. You know, we gotta call out. We gotta call out niggas too, cause we do. You know, Kiki Palmer does some fuck stuff shit. You know, we did, <laughs> <do it. laughs> but we gotta call. We gotta call niggas out when niggas do stupid shit like that, cause, cause. There's a lot of nigga on that tonight conversation that I'm gonna call out soon too. He 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 pandering too. You next nigga. Watch when I get that video, and we don't have enough time this episode. But I'm all you pandering ass niggas over here. I'm fun with it. All right, not to some, not to some funny topics. Like, all right, would you smash a power lifter? <laughs> the fuck is that? All right, so slick. I don't. You're a big wrestling fan, right? Uh huh. Like, so what you I, know, like what so I you fuck, know, like what I fuck Rhea Ripley. Yes, absolutely. I, I would. I'd tear that white girl up. <laughs> what? I'd tear that white girl up. If I was single. She I could pick my big ass up. She knows she man The way she be look. The way I was like, fuck it. It's just a little bit of muscle. It's okay. We go to the gym together. Get me right in all ways, shapes, and forms. And that booty looks soft too. I'm about to say, yeah, Rhea, <laughs> Rhea can get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, powerlifters, because you know, sometimes I, I, nah, I this can't look like stuff. triple H. Like, powerlifters don't be feeling like, you know, niggas be attracted to, girl, bring your muscle. As long as she's not walking around looking like Triple H or Scott Steiner, I'm okay. I was just like, wait a minute, you got way too many muscles. Hold on, you look like a nigga. What, like, what's happening? Well, that's here? a fact. That's a fact. And, and if and if you are taking like um, steroids and HGH, you know, HGH and shit, yeah, you you taking that shit, then I, right, girl, you you probably have more testosterone in your blood than I do. Then we got to stop that. Oh yeah, Rhea, Rhea Ripley. Hey Rhea, she's got engaged. Congratulations to her, by the way. But yeah, Rhea Ripley. That's that's some. That's, I lot. That's some high grade milk. I, we gotta talk about emo chicks for real quick. That's our character on. on I don't want to lie, them golf chicks be free. <laughs> this is the part Let's where talk about it real quick. This is the part where our paths divert. I don't have have zero experience in that range, but you know, this, you never fucked the emo chick. No, yo, they be ready to do whatever because they be so dumb in life. Oh shit! Hold on. <laughs> This is exactly why we don't go off the docket. This is exactly why. Yeah. Oh. oh. You know what? Let's get to how to want to call this episode. <laughs> Ooh, that was funny. All I right, needed that yeah. laugh. 
<laughs> back to the commercial break. Um, this week's choose one. Slick. Would you rather get beat up in front of your kids or get beat up by your partner's ex? Like my children? Like I'm, I'm talking about up. you getting dogged walking both scenarios. I'm talking about that nigga Molly the getting, shit out. I'm you. just getting beat up by her ex. Like I'm not getting beat up in front of nobody. Oh, that's fine. You go ahead with my ex. No, no, no. She gonna find out that you got beat up by her ex. I'm gonna say that nigga jump me. Fuck out of here. Like he <laughs> <laughs> caught me lagging. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. You gonna have to get beat up in front of your girl. Like, 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 like. You know, like what you gonna call it? Remember all the scenarios that we said? Like you walking with your girl, and you be like, yeah, you got a good one, and then that's when you trying to fight. Like, oh, fuck out of here, nigga. And then he dog walk you in front of her it don't gotta be in front of it don't gotta be in front of other people but just in front of your partner damn all my kids <sighs> my kids gonna have to not respect me that's crazy oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my dad got fucked up <laughs> man i'll take them to chuck e cheese after they be right my kids fuck that they gonna forget one day because <laughs> i'm like you know why i'm gonna say my kids well i can still fuck them up <laughs> Fuck out of here! I still like, got ten yeah, years. Like, I'm fucking them up. Daddy, he beat you. Yeah, but I'll fuck you up right now, little nigga. Say something else. I'll motherfucking word. You feel me? Yeah, go get, go get, go get steroid. Whatever. Fuck it. He ain't gonna be here all the time, nigga. Fuck out of here. But now you getting fucked up in front of, in front your, of girl. your girl. Yeah, that's anytime you can y'all never argue. talk shit. You got to be Darius Jack in the house, my nigga. You, <laughs> you got to be Darius Jackson in the house, nigga. You can't say shit. You can't raise your voice. You can't come home late. She's like, yo, fuck out of here before I get my my ex nigga in here. Why you, you gotta talk? stay quiet? Yeah, you can't even catch that domestic because that's a double ass woman. That's crazy. That's a good one. I, I can't do that. I can't nah, nah. do that. At least with my kids, I could take away shit. Like, all right, you ain't getting shit for Christmas, little nigga. That's why Tom beat your ass. That's why you don't get Christmas gifts so you can get out my fucking house, little nigga. That's, that's why you was adopted. Oh, <laughs> I didn't want your ass anyways, Dan. That's real toxic. All right, do all this. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> All right, please download the live podcast app on iOS and Android. And please follow us on all social media. This might not go well. If any branded deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go well at gmail.com. I'm the host with the most him Duncan, him Della Ghetto, Hemley Butler, BBC, Poppy Sazon. It's your boy Slick. Y'all be great. We see y'all next week. We out of here. To Cal. Try to tell them we up next, you can't stop that uh-huh. <laughs> This your favorite podcast, favorite podcast Every show is lit, baby, you know what we finna do Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga, oh well We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well <laughs> This might not go Hey, <laughs> hey, that's it, one take We not even doing it again Keep that, that's the one